Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I am Rabbi Aaron Eisman, and this is my dear friend, Andrew Perlman. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing, Andrew? Andrew and I have been studying Torah, and one day Andrew said an amazing suggestion. Andrew suggested that we produce our discussions and make it into a podcast. So mega thanks to Andrew for putting this podcast together, listening to me, and uh, agreeing it, agreeing to make it make it public. Thank you. Yeah, it's, a, it's a joy. It's a joy. It's a privilege to to work on it and learn with you and learn from you. Okay, so I wanted to thank you so much, Andrew, and thank you all for listening. Uh, today is an incredible Torah uh, parsha, parsha's Nitzavim, and doubly incredible is that this Monday night is the holiday of Rosh Hashanah, one of the the uh, one of my personal highlights of the year. And uh, let's try to break down a little bit about Nitzavim and Rosh Hashanah. So Parshas Nitzavim. Are you ready, Andrew? I'm ready. Let's make it happen. Parshat Nitzavim starts off. Moses is about to die. And he is giving a final pep talk, if you will, for many months to the Jewish people before they die, before he passes away. You see the Jewish nation is about to enter the land of Israel. Moses was not going to enter the land of Israel. So he was giving them a final talk. And, you know, we talk about Jewish leadership or leadership in general. You go to leadership seminars, public speaking. We have an opportunity tonight to learn from the ultimate Jewish leader or how to, how to live life. How to maximize your time. Moses is his final speech to the Jewish people before he passes away. And it's black and white in the Torah, open for anyone to read. And I can't think of a better example of leadership or, or self-help book than reading what Moses advises the Jewish people. You see, I want to just give a little background. For 40 years, again, remember, the Jewish nation were slaves in Egypt. And they were slaves for 210 years. And we know the miracles of the story of Passover, the miracles of the 10 plagues and the splitting of the sea. And they come out of Egypt. But then after the, the coming out of Egypt, they, for 40 years, they lived in the desert. A life of miracles with manna falling from the sky, protected from the, uh, by the clouds of glory. And, and a life of miracles. But my dear friend, Andrew, guess what? Living a life of miracles is not what this life is about. We are supposed to make a living. They weren't, they, they didn't make a living. They just studied Torah all day. They were just eating, God gave them food and they were studying the Torah that they had just received. But now that they sort of mastered the Torah, they're like, okay, life is starting. It's, it's maybe perhaps like a kid moving out of home, right? And his parents say, you know, don't talk to strangers and study hard and don't waste your money. And, uh, you know, whatever you tell your kid, when they're when they're leaving home, they never listen anyway. But 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 still, you you make speeches, right? So so what? So so Moses is telling the Jewish people as they embark on real life, you got you came out of Egypt, you got the Torah. Now life is starting. So let's let's look at this amazing message. I want to highlight two parts of this Torah portion that we can take home with us 
that Moses said to the Jewish people and, uh, and the ultimate leader giving us advice because the Torah is timeless. It's not just for the, 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 the Jewish nation in the desert. The Torah is for, for all generations. So we need to take home this message. Are you ready, my friend, Andrew? I'm holding on to my chair. And then we're going to try to tie that message in to the holiday of Rosh Hashanah and enhance the holiday for all of us. But listen to this. So Moses starts off with the Jewish people. And he says, You're all standing here today. You see, last week's Torah portion, there was a, something called a tochacha, which is curses. Bad things that are going to happen to you if you don't keep the Torah. Bad things. And unfortunately, in our history, many tragedies have happened to the Jewish people. We have, uh, you know, you know, you don't need to be an expert in Jewish history to know that we've been through a tremendous amount. But Moses is sort of comforting the Jewish people. And he said, Atem nitzavim hayom kochem. You're still here. You're alive. You're well. Don't get so nervous. God loves you. You're doing okay. You're trying your best. Everything is good. And, and sort of a response to the admonition, which is in last week's Torah portion, the bad things that are going to happen if you don't follow the Torah. So Moses is saying, you're still standing here today. Now let's, that, so don't worry, you got this. And, but my, perhaps my favorite line in the Torah is a, it made into a, a, a beautiful song. It goes like this. Ki ha it's a beautiful line from the Torah. It says, I don't have it in front of me, but this mitzvah that I am giving you today, this, this mitzvah, this Torah that I'm giving you today is not far from you. It's not, and he starts giving examples. It's not on the other side of the sea where you'll say, ah, it's too far for me to reach. Or it's not in heaven, where you'll say, it's, you know, this is, I can't relate to this. But the ending is, It's incredibly close to you. Torah observance. Torah is incredibly relatable. This is your essence. Just like your body needs food and water, your soul needs ethics, morals, values, spirituality. You know, I, I, I got to tell you a story today. You know, campus just started and um, <laughs> it's just very funny. And, uh, and, and, you know, meeting old students and new students, I'm standing there tabling at Washington Square Park and, you know, telling students about the new you know, programs we have. And this kid comes running over to me. I knew him from many years ago. Uh, not many like two years ago he's a he's a junior now I knew him as a freshman and you know he's been gone for a year and a half and he comes he's like literally like a starving person in the desert he's like rabbi we gotta meet <laughs> like and and in his case he had gone through a number of tragedies friends passing away and and he was he was like he reminded me of this idea from the portion where Moses is saying, this is you. This isn't like some far out crazy, I, you know, you know, mount, sit on the mountaintop and meditate. This is you. This is your essence. You, no one ever offered you a steak or a great, you know, drink, a beer. And he said, oh, it's, you know, I can't relate to that. It was just, it's a natural thing. 
food and drink, physical pleasure are we relate to. And this is this is from Moses, the Jewish people. This is you, my friends. You're going into Israel. It's not far away from you. This is your essence. You can do this. This is this is a natural part of you. And not only that, but this is what you need if you want to be happy. You need to express yourself. We've discussed before a person is not going to be happy if they're only expressing a small part of themselves. You have to express your own self. You're a soul. You're a piece of the infinite. It's true that you have to express who you are, but express your whole self. Express your whole your whole soul. You're a piece of the infinite. Right? God is infinite. We're a piece of the infinite. So true happiness comes when we have to when we express our whole self. So what Moses is saying to them is. This, this is this is so again this is Moses after leaving the Jewish nation for all these years he's saying to them as he's about to die this is so natural to you this is, this is so obvious and 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 just get out of the way it's you know people say like how do I get there you don't have to get there you just have to get your ego your 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 and not be selfish not be self-centered let go take a deep breath with me Andrew <sighs> to let go and let God. So that was Moses's line. That yes, be yourself. Yes, you know, you know, be be yourself. And what yourself is is a piece of the infinite. It's natural. You don't have to go anywhere. So that's number one. But number two is how do I get there? And this is this is a an amazing amazing idea. How do I get there? And and he says like this. In your mouth, how do you get there? It's very, very close. And he ends off with a line, my friend, that if people knew this, people would be dancing in the streets because sometimes it's so hard to internalize our values. But Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, our teacher, is telling us how to internalize our values. How do we do it? What we do is in your mouth and in your thoughts, and then you do it. It starts with your mouth and then your thoughts and then you do it. I got to tell you last night, you know, I'm sure you heard about the flooding that was in New Jersey and in, uh, yeah. and in, um, in, uh, in New York. And I got to tell you, so I had just heard this idea from uh, Victor Miller and I, I instituted it and it was so much fun. So this is what happened. I went to a engagement party last night and it was, it was crazy, crazy pouring. And um, so I called a friend, I was in Lakewood, New Jersey. I called a friend in Passaic. I'm like, should I, I'm sorry, it was not, it was not pouring when I called him. I said, you know, is it safe? He's like, do not come home, stay, <laughs> stay where you are. And then by the time we left, it was pouring. And, and we were sleeping at, at my, at someone's house. That was, it wasn't our home. Like we had to crash in someone's house. We were wearing all you know, fancy clothing. We went to an engagement party. So my wife and my children were like, it's like pouring, bucketing outside. And we, we were like, we have to sleep and we borrowed pajamas and everyone's soaked. And, and, and I'm, as I'm driving, I'm thinking, thank God we are together and we're safe. And so what we're soaking wet and so what we're, we have a family that's welcoming us and we have a warm bed and how many people are on the roads and, 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 and in danger. And unfortunately, people, people passed away. It's like, so, so after hearing this idea, I, I tried to 
to share it with my children because children are there to be annoyed by you, right? So I said, guys, thank you, Hashem. And we went around. I said, thank you, Hashem, that we're together. Thank you, Hashem, we're in a warm car. Thank you, Hashem, we have a warm bed to sleep in. Thank you, Hashem, we have, we have, warm, we have warm clothing to, to change into. We, thank you, Hashem, that we're wanted here. Thank you, Hashem, that we have a home to go to eventually tomorrow, right? And, and, I, and, and I, I verbalize it. And that is the secret that Moshe is telling the Jewish people. You want to be great? Talk the talk. People say, oh, I don't want to, you know, I'm not there yet. It doesn't matter. Say it. Fake it till you make it. Say it. Say th- and, and of course you do mean it. If you say that, th- you wake up in the morning, you know, uh, just this week I went to a, a hang up a mezuzah uh, with uh, in front of a uh, one of the students, uh, you know, moved into the story hung up a mezuzah. I said, anytime when you leave the house, Put your hand on the mezuzah and say, I, had, I just heard this idea. And I, I said, verbalize, use your mouth and say, thank you, Hashem. You're getting a good education. You're healthy. You're not in the hospital. You're, you're, you have your own apartment, right? You, you have a warm, great food. Like, so just, wow. So you touch the mezuzah, you say, thank you, Hashem. The lesson for Moshe Rabbeinu is use your mouth. The mouth is the beginning to greatness, which is why, you know, on campus, you know, sometimes People use foul language, and I, I, I try when it's appropriate to stop them because your mouth is so powerful, it's so whole. You don't want to use that same mouth for you know for for you know gossiping about other people or maybe talking about inappropriate things. Why? Because our mouth is so popular. Because our mouth is the key for us to be great, Andrew. Our mouth is our key to greatness. How? Talk the talk. And, you know, I have an easy captive audience because I'm paying my kids tuition and their rent, so they have to listen to me. But you and you, your friends, I mean, your parents aren't going to disown you, so you could try it. And your friends, you know, you might lose some friends. But uh, but it's worth it because if you talk the talk and you just say, I'm so grateful to Hashem that I, I, have, I have you, I have you're my friend. I'm so grateful that I have a job. I'm so grateful that I, you know, that whatever whatever is in your life by verbalizing God. I know it's, the, the, the message is that, Sometimes it's hard to relate to God. Sometimes it's hard to relate, but Moshe is saying that it starts with your mouth. Talk the talk. And, and you know, and you know, often I come home, you know, from, you know, in the, in the morning and, and, you know, everyone's getting up. It's my, one of the f- most fun times in my home is it's in the morning. Everyone's waking up, looking for their homework. It's chaos, but it's fun. Everyone's working towards the same cause, being on time to school because we have the same carpool and you know everyone has to help each other find their shoes. Where's my homework? Great, did you sign my homework? You know, no, we have my lunch. We go on a trip. We get the money. Sign it. You know, like teamwork, getting so it's so much fun. I often just look up and say, "Thank you, Hashem, for such blessing that we're busy with good things and we're you can be busy with." So, so the 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 lesson from Moshe Rabbeinu is the key to greatness starts with your mouth. What do you say, Andrew? Beautiful. So how does that tie into uh, Rosh Hashanah? Wow. That is a great question. That is exactly where we're going now. So Rosh Hashanah, that's a beautiful. So what is Rosh Hashanah? The, the ultimate message of Rosh Hashanah is making God your king. Crowning Hashem as your king. That is the mission of Rosh Hashanah. That you are saying, I am a servant of the infinite. So in this week's Torah portion, we hear very, very clearly how to do that. How do I do that? 
verbalizing it. And again, you don't have to say it where anyone else is there. Lock the door, pull down the shades, and, and just say, thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, that I could see. Thank you, Hashem, that I could hear. Thank you, Hashem, that I could walk. Thank you, Hashem, that I could talk. Thank you, Hashem, that I, could, I, I, I can breathe. Thank you, Hashem, I can breathe on my own with COVID, right? Thank you, Hashem, I can, I can digest. Thank you, Hashem, that, I, that I, I, my eyebrows work and my eyelashes work and my taste buds work and my teeth work. And you just go. And, and that's a secret to greatness. You know, I once went to, you know, the doc, you go to the doctor and, and they say, you know, you have to fill out, you know, do you have like, all, you know, arrhythmia, epilepsy, cancer, heart disease. And, 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 I was, and I brought it home. I showed my kids. I said, look, look how blessed we are. I, there's, here's 40 d- diseases. And I don't, maybe I had one, maybe, I don't know, you know, ton, tonsils or whatever it was. But like, look how many things I don't have. So the, the, the key, it's easy to, to, for me to, to preach it, but to actually do it in your day-to-day is the key to greatness. So the, the mission on Rosh Hashanah is to establish God as king. And that's what we say in the prayers. We're, we're, we're saying God is so great, God, right? We're, we're, we're reminding ourselves that God is infinite. But the, the sort of the crown jewel of Rosh Hashanah, the, the mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah is the shofar, right? So what are we doing with the shofar? What are we, what are we, how is this connected to the shofar? So let's just analyze very, very quickly. When God created mankind all the way back in Genesis, God created mankind, says, God blew into mankind a breath of life. Now, animals are alive as well. Right, they're also alive. I guess plants, plants are also right, but it doesn't say by animals. He blew into them a breath of life. It, it says by humans he blew into them a breath of life. So when when we when God is, created us, he blew into us, and the Talmud says when a person blows, they blow from their essence, and so therefore our breath is God's is God's essence, and when we blow the shofar. We're blowing out God's essence. We're blowing out. We're, we're showing. We're, we're, we're sort of trumpeting God as King and saying, "This is who we are. We are saying we are a part of the infinite. We are awesome because we are a part of the infinite. We are a piece of God, and that is our essence. Yes, I have arms and legs, and I'm incredibly handsome. But 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 the the our essence is." crowning Hashem as king. That's my essence. My essence is crowning God as king. So by blowing out that shofar, we're sort of saying that this is who we are. And that is the mission of Rosh Hashanah by, by crowning Hashem as king. And I'll tell you a little secret just to, just to end. We blow the shofar the whole year by doing what we said. Again, the way you fulfill the mitzvah of shofar is obviously in the appropriate way. But you can blow blow the shofar as you're talking to your friends. You by t- or, or again, leave your friends out of it by yourself in your own room as you're going to sleep. Talk to Hashem or say thank you, Hashem, that I have a bed. Thank you, Hashem, that I'm healthy. Thank you, Hashem. For 24 hours, no ambulances came to my house, and no fire engines came to my house, and no policemen came to my house, and no, you know, no, 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 no tragedies happened. You can use your voice, when you use your voice throughout the year, it's sort of like blowing the shofar. And that's the mission of Rosh Hashanah. We, we 
blow out our essence through the ram's home, which again symbolizes many things, but but the the akeda, the the when it, I, Abraham bound Isaac and and uh, and and sacrificed him, and instead he took a ram that 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 was sort of symbolized. That's that's a, a, a reminder of the ultimate sacrifice. We're ultimate. We're sacrificing ourselves. We're sort of uh, subservient. We're being subservient to the infinite. So that is the that is the mission of Rosh Hashanah. That is a lesson from this week's Torah portion. The key and, and a lesson for Moses to the Jewish people that the key to greatness starts with your mouth. Don't be embarrassed. I remember because, you know, as I went to this uh, mezuzah hanging thing, so I told these guys, I said, before you leave, make sure no one's listening and you leave the house, you quietly kiss the mezuzah and say, thank you, Hashem. So there, one of those Russian a Russian, uh, Russian, his parents and his grandparents were there, they were from Russia. And they're like, why, why whisper? Like, what is this communism? Like, why, they're like yelling at me, like, why are you telling him to whisper? I don't if he wants to say it loud, he can say it loud, but at least say, at least, at least whisper it. I, I don't, I don't mind if he yells it, but you know, you might get arrested or whatever, but, 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 uh, but, um, but that, that was my, my point. My point is, you, you know, if you have, like in my case, for my children, I think it's very healthy for children to hear it's very healthy for me to say it, and I think it's healthy for my children to hear it to talk about talking about the infinite. It's very healthy. But even if you don't have children yet, God willing, at the right time, um, but but or you just have friends, or you're just by yourself, the key is the key to greatness. You heard it from Moshe in this week's Torah portion. The key to greatness is verbalizing. When you verbalize it, you start thinking that way, and if you think that way, you start acting that way. What do you say, my friend Andrew? It's incredibly powerful. I think um, understanding the shofar as this type of uh, trumpet of service or just as constant acknowledgement of Hashem in our daily lives and everything we do, it definitely adds another layer to Rosh Hashanah for me. Yeah, yeah it's a, because it could be, if you don't understand, it could be like, what, what are we doing you're blowing a rant horn, like you know what? But but if you understand, you're blowing out your essence, and you're you're saying my essence is a piece. Excuse me, you're, I just want to point out, you're saying God is awesome. But if by saying God is awesome, you know what that means? So are you, because if God is awesome, you are too, because you're a piece of the infinite. So the our mission on Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur is repentance. By the way, Yom Kippur we sort of highlight things that we did wrong and and. And feel regret for them and try to you know plan to do better but that's not rosh hashanah rosh hashanah is not regret rosh hashanah is reminding yourself that you are awesome first reminding you yourself that god is awesome but it's automatic right it's like i have twin nephews and you know they, sometimes they were really young they would fight oh you're so ugly they were like, like completely identical right so i was like i'm so ugly like like you know we're exactly the same so by, by you saying that when you when you say that God is awesome, that's automatically, that's so, so am I. And I can do amazing things. There's nothing I can accomplish because I'm a piece of the infinite. So yes, that's the, the mission of Rosh Hashanah is to crown God as king. And by crowning God as king, we're really crowning ourselves as children of God and, and really every, uh, every, every living human being in this world. And, uh, and, and, and that's, that, that's the mission. So, um, so, and that's why, you know, it's a day of judgment and that's the, the ultimate way to be judged is where you want to be. I want to, I, I, this is who I am, right? God judges you by, 
by 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 where you want to you you want you want to be great okay great let's let's be judged so we don't repent on Rosh Hashanah but we do highlight how great we could be just to end there's a great video online you should uh, you should uh, uh, Google it um, of the Queen the Queen of England it was a long time I don't remember how long ago maybe 50 years ago when she was uh, coordinated Queen of England and it's a stadium of right hundreds of thousands of people. And you can hear not a sound, like literally not a sound. And the Duke or some, you know, some official, you know, places the crown on her head. And the place goes wild. <laughs> like waving flags, screaming. Yeah! And, and, and it's a beautiful analogy I heard from Rabbi Lawrence Kellerman um, of, of what our mission is on Rosh Hashanah. Um, is, is, is blowing the show for you're saying God is king. God is awesome. God is king. And I'm a piece of God. Mm-hmm.